It's time for Bring It Outdoors on B93.3. Brought to you by The Power Lodge, SCR Northern, Thielen Meats, Tracker Boating Center, Vimert Outdoors Archery Pro Shop, SW Bait and Tackle, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Northern Sales and Manufacturing, Your Ice Castle Dealer in Pine River, Ice Sports Custom Fish Houses, Bermel Shoe Store in Randall, and by Radco, Your Truck Accessory Pros. Now, here's your host for Bring It Outdoors. Brian Moon. And welcome into this week's show. We've got all kinds of stuff to cover, full lake reports from all across the state. We'll also talk quite a bit of pout fishing on the show this week. Uh, a lot of people are out doing that, and it seems like they are cooperating. We'll also preview a couple of events coming up for next weekend, the uh, Minnesota Pheasant Festival, which is down at the uh, Minneapolis Convention Center. We'll also talk about next weekend's Garrison Ducks Unlimited Ice Fishing Tournament out on Mille Lacs. All that and more on this week's edition of Brainerd Outdoors. And we'll kick the show off with our Lake and Field segment brought to you by Oars and Mine in Crosby. Oars and Mine can set you up with a full line of live bait and tackle, propane fill, perfect ice house, and even more. Plus, make informed suggestions on where to drill your holes. Don't hit the Cuyuna Country ice until you hit Oars and Mine on Highway 6 in Crosby. And we kick off the show with our local report. We bring in Nate Blazing with S&W Guide Service, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some stuff that the Walleye Alliance has coming up here with a banquet and a tournament later on uh, this year. We're always looking forward to that. But, uh, Nate, first off, I guess we should talk fishing out there because, uh, you know, it's still some lakes it's tough to get around on, other lakes like Mille Lacs and even Gull Lake, uh, not too bad. So what can you tell us here locally? Yeah, the uh, the ice conditions kind of changed. We got that snow last week, and I was on gull and whitefish last Friday, Saturday. You could get around, but there was quite a bit of snow. And then, obviously, Saturday, when it warmed up like that, you had quite a bit of melting. And so now you can get around. It's just the snow that's out here kind of got rock hard, and there's lots of ruts. So you just got to go a little slower, but not really any problems getting stuck or anything like that. So it's not too bad, actually. Landing's in pretty decent shape on most lakes. Yeah, there's getting to be a little bit of pressure ridge, but uh, again, I think due to the limited amount of um, traffic that they've had this year, they're they're holding up pretty good. So, uh, gull, the only thing, we ran into a couple spots where it started flooding pretty good, but uh, other than that, now that the snow melted a little bit, it, it's not too bad. So, have you mostly been targeting walleyes, Nate? I have been. Uh, that's kind of my, my favorite fish to, to fish, and I took my kids out last weekend with me, and Walleye fishing obviously isn't the funnest thing when you got a couple of young kids action-wise, but we did get a couple couple walleyes each night, and then kind of the bonus thing that I was going to bring up is the pulp bite really seemed to have started going now, and they're getting ready to spawn, so they're starting to stage in some of the areas. So a lot of guys that are walleye fishing in the same areas, the powder really starting to be active, and you know if you don't want to sleep at night, stay overnight in the fish house, you'll definitely get some pout, so it's been fun. And, you know, for something like that, because we usually talk to Matt about pout up in around Lake Bemidji, and obviously Leech Lake has got a good pout population. But uh, here in the Brainerd Lakes, obviously one won it at the J.C.'s ice fishing extravaganza. Uh, yep. So they're in Gull. Are, you know, Mille Lacs, are, are those lakes that people that want to go after pout, Nate, should target? Yeah, I'd say your best lakes in this area are Gull. Uh, the whitefish chain is pretty underrated for the amount of pout out there. Um, those things are everywhere. You know, like I said, you can almost set your clock by it at six o'clock at night, right? When it's starting to get dark, those things move up onto the structure. And again, for right now, the main things to target for the pout are your steep breaks 
And then if you got a hard bottom, um, that seems to be where they're hanging. And you can target them, you know, with a big jig and, and a chunk of minnow on, or they're even hitting dead sticks with, with shiners on. So it's not much different than walleye fishing. You just do the same old thing, and you're probably going to get some of both. And is it best at night, though? Yeah, definitely. The pout. You might get a straggler here or there during the day when the daylight, but as soon as that sun goes down, it's it's game on. And we've got some absolute really big ones. Um, it's kind of funny. Saturday with my oldest daughter, the rattle went off about midnight, so I got her up. She set the hook and tell it was a big fish. Next thing I know, I had three other lines going rattle rails. We'll hear that there was about an eight-pound pike. He did a or pout. He did a big surf and got every single line all tangled <laughs> up together. So made for an interesting wake-up call. Yeah, I imagine that. You hear stories like that a lot with Poutnan, and so they can be a little annoying, but at the same time, like you said, uh, people are starting to target them now. Well, they such a good fight, too, and that was the thing. You know, my kid, she was happier than heck. My other daughter caught, like, a 17-inch wallet before that, so the oldest wanted to catch a fish. She got her pout. They went to bed. Life was good. That's awesome. So uh, you mentioned walleyes are, are about where they should be this time of year. Pout fishing's good. I know uh, some people that are starting to target perch, too. Nate, would uh, they have some success there, too? Yeah, I think the perch stuff is still not really getting going as good as it should be. As soon as we get a little more melt and some sun, I think that's when that perch fishing usually really takes off, especially up by leech. Uh, Malax, we're still getting an occasional one here or there, but not enough numbers to target. You get off the edge of that deep mud flats or the deep sand. That seems to be where those bigger perch are, and again, it's one or two a time, not numbers that you know you can really target for us at least. So there you go. Uh, sounds like fishing here locally is in uh, pretty decent shape if people want to get out there. Uh, and as like you said too, Nate, if people want to pull wheelhouses out and all that, uh, are they okay to do that now? It's pretty easy to get around. You got plenty of ice. Yeah, the ice is in good shape. There's plenty of ice. Um, you can pretty much go where you want, and there's, I'd say, a minimum of 20 inches up to 24 inches of ice. So, not really a concern there anymore with ice, and it, it's pretty good and safe travels. So, I will say for the walleye fishing, back to that too, that the depths again really seem to vary. We got some as shallow as I think 15 feet last week, and as deep as 28 to 30. So, again, like I said before, just cover that structure and let the fish tell you where they're at that day. And like you said, too, with the pout, do you want to fish them shallow, too? Well, I'd say earlier in the day, again, start deeper and then kind of move your way out. So if I was targeting pout, um, I'd probably be in that 35 to 30-foot range. But, again, walleye fishing, I'm usually keeping my house right in that 25-foot range, give or take, and getting them there, too. So uh, later in the year, like the last weekend of walleye fishing, I usually get into them quite a bit. And I'm up on top of structure in that 18 to 21 foot, and they come up there, um, pretty heavy too so they're in quite a few different areas do you want with pout to make a little more noise a little more flash you want something that's got some scent to it or maybe kind of a combination of all three yeah i'd say all of them because they're a pretty good predator fish so if they're hungry you know chances are they're going to take it the the main key i'd say for them is a glow if you have any kind of a glow jig and then put some kind of meat on there again a, a half of a shiner some kind of minnow and pound that bottom um, that usually gets their attention. Once it gets to their attention, they're going to eat whatever's in front of them. There you go. Uh, let's talk about some open water stuff, uh, Nate, and we'll start off talking about the Walleye Alliance Banquet. That's coming up. Yeah, we've got that scheduled for April 23rd, which I believe is a Thursday. Uh, this year we're moving it out to the woods uh, by Merrifield. It's a little bigger convention center, so really looking forward to that, and we're going to um, – 
be finalizing the brochures here shortly and start getting that out in advertising. So um, we'll we'll be getting that out for people if they're interested, and you can get that stuff on our website or our Facebook, and we'll go through all that a little later. Um, and then also off of that, we decided to pull a permit for our first spring tournament. We're looking at doing that May 16th, which is a Saturday, and we're going to have it on Gull Lake, and the kind of it's going to be headquartered out of Ernie's on the south end. So pretty excited about that. It sounds like we've got quite a bit of interest from guys since there's not really any walleye tournaments at that time of the year locally. So we're, we're hoping for big things with that. Absolutely. So that would be something for people to keep an eye out on. And like you mentioned, if people want to get more information on the events that the Walleye Alliance have coming up or maybe want to join the Walleye Alliance, uh, how can they do that, Nate? Sure. Uh, our, our Facebook page, which is Walleye Alliance, Inc., you can find us there. Otherwise, our website, which is www.walleyealliance.com. Um, otherwise, you can stop up at s Bait Shop, and we'll have a bunch of brochures and sign up for membership stuff up there. You can do it online as well. Um, and we'll probably pepper some of the other bait shops um, in the area of Portland and so forth with some of the information. So you can find it at a variety of places locally. There you go. So a lot going on. Uh, and now you got me all fired up for open water, and we still got plenty of <laughs> ice fishing left, Nate. But uh, that's all right. You know, I mean, everybody's excited to get outside and, and, and you know, kind of get through this winter. But as you said, too, there's still some good ice fishing to be done. Well, trust me, I just picked up my brand-new boat here on Wednesday, and so now I get to sit and just stare at that and do nothing more. So, yeah, I'm getting a little itchy myself, but we got a while yet. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's Nate Blazing, S&W Guide Service. Nate, if people want more info on you, how can they get it? Sure, you can look me up on Facebook as well, Nate Blazing, um, or S&W Guide Service, uh, .com. Um so we're all up at the bait shop. They'll be able to get a hold of me. There you go. I appreciate it, Nate. Good stuff as always, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Sounds good, Brian. Thanks much. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Whether it's for fun, sport, or hunting, if you love to shoot, you know it's important to go to a gun shop that has everything you need. That's Freedom Firearms in Brainerd. Freedom Firearms isn't a huge gun shop, which means Russ, the owner, attends to his customers. They carry rifles, shotguns, pistols, suppressors, distance precision rifles, plus ammo and accessories and gunsmithing. Plus, they offer $25 transfer fees. Buy, sign, or trade at Freedom Firearms, two blocks east of the historic water tower between Little Caesars and O'Reilly. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3, Up North We Go for the Up North Report. Matt Brewer joins us with North Country Guide Service in Bemidji. And Matt, uh, I, we haven't talked to you for a few weeks. Uh, how are things up there? It sounds to me like the conditions are getting a little better out there on the ice. Yeah, you probably didn't want to talk to me over the course of the last couple of weeks. <laughs> There's a reason I didn't call you. <laughs> I, I, was, I was a hair grumpy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, between trying to get plows to go different directions and trying to get them to be daring enough to punch through slush and big big uh, banks of snow and stuff like that, it was, it was a rough, uh, it's been a rough winter, <laughs> but... The weather cooperated. Everything it got warm for a long enough stretch where all that uh, slush and slop, um, kind of everything, the snow settled, and then that slush and water and slop all kind of settled down and found a place to escape into the lake. And 
And now um, travel is pretty good. I mean, you got to look out for pockets of slush, but for the most part, now you can get out and drive around. I mean, it went from like, you can't go fishing unless you have a snowmobile to now you can drive um, many different areas of the lake on Bemidji. And it just kind of started like last Sunday, last Saturday, last Sunday. Um, everything just like flipped and it went from really poor to, to really pretty de- decent. So Perfect conditions and just in time then, Matt, for some pot fishing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't really care because for all my pot excursions, I'm... I'm not going to be able to drive to them anyway, so I got to take the sled no matter what because they're um, far enough, and I don't dare drive a truck uh, to the pout spots. But um, but pout fishing is it's kicking off and and looking good, and I uh, I'll be guiding for pout tomorrow and and again next weekend. So it's it's that time of year, and we're starting to see them in the rentals pretty good. And uh, Justin spent the night on a hump scouting for pout the other night, and and was able to get. I know he got one really good one. I don't know how many he got total, but um, but they're they're starting to kick off. So that's good to hear because uh, you know we we talked earlier in the show even around here. Obviously, the ice fishing extravaganza, Pout won it, <laughs> which was first time since 1996. So that was a little bit surprising. And then you know talking to Nate and stuff out at uh, you know on Malax and such, and even Gull Lake. Uh, whitefish chain, uh, people are picking up pout all over the place now. So it's it's really, like you'd said, you and I have talked many times, Matt, in the last 10 years, uh, people are looking at pout a lot differently. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you would never hear someone say, oh, you know, people are catching pout because nobody would admit it or care. Right. Um, but now, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm booking guide trips for it like crazy. And I mean, that's been for quite a few years now, but but definitely uh, looked at it in a different light. Uh, so that's good to hear, Matt. Um, Tactic-wise, you know, I always like to pick everybody's brain on what they like to do. It's it's not real complicated fishing, is it? No. Or, I mean, yes. <laughs> you should definitely hire a guide because it's really hard. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's about as simple as it gets. I mean, you get off work. You don't have to be there at the butt crack of dawn. You don't have to be there at sunset. You eat supper, you go out afterwards, and you find a, a shallow hump or a shallow were hump close to deep water or a break line close to deep water and and set up and, and pound bottom with something that glows real bright with a big chunk of bait on there, and your odds are pretty darn good. So that's good to hear, and obviously Lake Bemidji is one lake if people want to head up north, Matt, and target those. Uh, that's a good lake for it. Are there some other ones up there too, even some of the smaller bodies of water? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the smaller bodies of water are a little tougher just because the populations aren't that great. Um, but some of the smaller bodies of water that, that you know, have a decent depth um, are pretty good for pout. But uh, when you look at, like, the usual suspects in the main the main lakes, um, Bemidji, Cass, Pike Bay, Winnie, Leech, you know, the bigger bodies of water that, that have some depth and have really good populations, those are, those are, those are the spots you're going to want to go to you know, really target them and, and probably do pretty well. So there you go. Let's talk a little walleye fishing for a moment. Uh, how's that been up there? Um, we just, like I said, it's been a really tough winter, so we've just been, uh, honestly, the first, and we told all of our clients this, but like the first stretch, um, you know, we started off real good. Walleye fishing was good. We were on walleye spots, and then once all the slush happened and, and mobility disappeared, it turned into, uh, you know, here's a spot.
spot for you to fish, you're going to catch stuff, but I can't guarantee it's going to be great. Um, so now we're back and we're on a really good perch bite and there's walleyes mixed in with them. So it's, it's back to, you know, really good, really good fishing. Um, there, everybody, by the time I left the lake today, already had fish on the ice. So, um, so it was real quick. I mean, I got a group in at nine and by the time I got the next group in the nine o'clock group already had fish and then got the next group in after. And then that other group had fish on the ice and then sat and talked to them and they had fish that they were catching while we were talking to them. So, um, so it, it, the perch fishing is really good. And like I said, there's walleyes mixed in with them. Um, we're not on like a walleye specific spot where we're more targeting perch with walleyes and tulabies and pike mixed in. So, um, but the walleyes are definitely biting. They've they've been mostly unpressured all year. So, so that's good to know too. Panfish bite? Anything to report there? Uh, kind of status quo. I mean, if you can get to the areas you want to get to, you know, the smaller lakes aren't in as good a shape as the bigger lakes. Um, there's a little more slush, a little more snow. Um, but if you can get to the spots you want to get to, uh, it, it it's good. And one last thing I wanted to ask you about, Matt, and, uh, you know, I we talked a little bit about it uh, in the in, off-air. You know, I did a, a blog on it as well. The, the resorts up north have really taken it hard this year because of the ice conditions, and you had mentioned things are getting better out there. So you would encourage people, I would assume, you know, to, to if you've got a favorite resort and this is the time of the year that you like to go to, give them a call because uh, some of them are actually being able to get out and plow some roads now. Yeah, some of them are, you know, getting back to operating, and I know a lot of them have, have taken quite the hurting this season, and um, I've felt it. Don't don't get me wrong, my, my uh, business checkbook doesn't look nearly as good as it does on most winters. But, yeah, definitely give them a call, make sure they're open, make sure they got roads running. And, uh, and if you're going to go somewhere, um, you know, now is the time to do it. So, uh, before walleye season closes, visit your favorite resort and, and try to keep them alive because the resort business is not something that, you know, sustains real, real well without, uh, <laughs> without occupants. So, well, and it's hard enough, you know, owning and running a resort or owning and running a guide service, Matt, when mother nature doesn't cooperate, that just throws a whole nother wrench into things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But things are good now, and uh, the weather's been good, so now's the time to get out. There you go. That's Matt Brewer, North Country Guide Service in Bemidji. You can check him out at northcountryguides.com. He's all over social media. And uh, we'll chat with you next week, Matt. Good luck. I'm hoping to get up there and do some pout fishing with you. And if I can make that happen this winter, I'll look forward to it. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Thanks. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3.